This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, guys, speaking of Chris Jones and the pass rush, does he have to perform this postseason in order to get paid by the Chiefs? Uh, Michael Giannetti of Spotrack on 610 said he thinks his contract will come in at four for $120 million at the moment. With that, do we see Chris on this team next season? Well, wait, Kayla, can we get a quick update um, on, because you said perform this postseason. Can you give me a quick uh, tally on Chris Jones' career postseason sacks? Do we know Zero. That, we know Zero. That? It's going to change this offseason. Watch it's and see. Or, this postseason. Offseason? That'd be the worst news. <laughs> postseason. I mean, it has to, right? He is going to get a sack. A single right? sack. If that's if that's the if that's the barometer, then he is going to have a successful. Play. You know, it sounds like you're trying to t- convince yourself, Nick. Not saying it with gusto. That doesn't sound like it's from the gut. You're like, right, right, guys. He'll have one, right? He will. He will. <laughs> Say what? If he doesn't, then that means the Chiefs don't win a postseason game. Oof. You you might be right, and they can win one postseason game without Chris Jones. But here's the reality: is I'm fine with paying him four for $120 million. He's the second best interior pass rusher in the NFL. And if Aaron Donald retires, he's the best. So paying one player the maximum part of their contract doesn't bother me. They're not paying anybody else their maximum value outside of Mahomes, who I actually still think is taking like 90 cents on the dollar. So the only guy they pay as the best player in their position would be Chris Jones, who would arguably be the best player at his position. At least this year he was because Aaron Donald was hurt. And most years he's second behind that player. But if you're going to pay someone $120 million and you're the Kansas City Chiefs, a team that expects to win the postseason every year, yeah, you're going to have to start showing up in the postseason. The most memorable Chris Jones postseason moment is when he grazed Tom Brady's helmet and they went to the AFC title game. That's it. Or they went to the Super Bowl. That's it. That's Chris Jones' most famous playoff moment. That's not good enough. If you're going to pay someone 100 like so Frank Clark, They made him the most expensive, one of the most expensive defensive ends in the entire NFL. I can give you a couple of Frank Clark playoff moments if you want them. More than a handful. He's top five all-time in playoff sacks. So for all the things we've got complaints about what he was paid, and I'm not trying to say like Chris Jones is a bad player or bad playoff player, but at some point we can't just chalk up luck. Because, Nick, if you were saying he had zero postseason sacks and three NFL playoff games, we might be having a different conversation. He's played three quarters of a season. He's got 12 postseason games under his belt. It's no longer a fluke. He's played a whole ass year in the postseason. Like at some point, you got to run into one, like on accident, even. 
But that's kind of the whole conversation we just had about the defense, right? Which is there there have been there's there's opportunities there, but for whatever reason he hasn't had the supporting help at the same time. Or at this time of year, right? Yeah. You're just gonna sell out to stop one guy, which is probably in large part the reason why Frank Clark has had so much success. I think Frank Clark has had a, a multiple, multiple sack games in the postseason, which I'm sure Chris Jones looks at and says, are you fucking kidding me? This guy, <laughs> this guy, like, I love Frank, but come on, I'm me. I'm Chris Jones, so I feel like maybe it's my turn for some of that. But if you do believe in the pass rush, then that means you believe in fr- that, that Chris Jones will have a successful postseason because you can't have one without the other. Nobody would sit here with a straight face and say, yeah, the, the Chiefs finished second in sacks. They're going to continue having success, but it won't be Chris Jones. Because Caleb, that has not happened one time this year. I like your like your big Chris Jones fan. As the, is this yeah. show, just generally speaking, he's given us time on our show in Kansas City and stuff too. But it's just like you have to admit that that number four for one twenty scares you a little. That's a big number for a defensive tackle. It is, um, but again, I think that's motivation for him to step up this uh, postseason. I, I don't like the I, – I know one thing I don't like is like the like, well, they let go of Tyreek Hill, so they didn't let go of Chris Jones. I'm like, well, no offense. No. There's no Patrick Mahomes on the defense. <laughs> Matter of fact, if there is a Patrick Mahomes on the defense, it's Chris Jones. So, like, maybe, you know, like, it's easier to let go of Tyreek Hill because Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid exist. Mm-hmm. We're having a conversation about the defense. It's very different. The level of protection, if Chris Jones is gone, is significantly less. That's a great point. We can throw anyone in that offense and we know we'll be fine. At this point, maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's like their best wide receiver had 900 yards this year. Their third best wide receiver had 300 yards and barely played. Their second best wide receiver was MVS. He finished like 700 yards. I mean, it's like, that's fine, I guess. You know, like just from a yardage standpoint, they got like pretty mediocre wide receiver play. Like good, right? It wasn't like a bad, but it was like it was fine. Like maybe league average. And Patrick Holmes finished 5,300 yards and 41 touchdowns or whatever. And we still sit atop the AFC. Yeah. Number one seed. No big deal. Just a buy. Mahomes going <laughs> to win MVP. Normal stuff. <laughs> All right, guys. I know we talked about the uh, wild card weekend this weekend. Cody, you said the Chargers-Jags game could be a coin flip. Who would we rather face when it comes down to it? So I think the Jags are better coached. I think Trevor Lawrence is great. Um. But God, I'd so much rather face them than the Chargers. The Chargers are not they're the, like if anything, the Chiefs are Chargers. You know, like the, the 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 Chiefs are the Chargers kryptonite. No matter how good they play in a game, even when they're playing their best, even when things are going their way, Jalen Watson gets a pick six and their game's over, and they just lose. That's why the Chiefs finished six and zero against the division this year and have the most ridiculous division record in the Mahomes era. Really comparable to that, they win at a higher percentage of divisional round games right now than the Patriots were in their heyday. So, like, I know that they know them, but I don't like that the Chargers know them. And I don't like that the Chargers seem to play their best football against them, and I don't want to roll into that trouble. I'll take the year too early team for now. Talk to me next year, and I might have a different answer. But that's what the Jags are, right? They're the plucky overachievers. They're a year too early. They might be a real problem next year because they're going to have more good draft picks and more money to spend and another year with Peterson and Lawrence together. But I'll take the year too early team over the Chargers because the Chargers, I just don't like it, man. Herbert is a freak, and I don't want to roll the dice with that right now. 
I know it's it's tough because I agree with everything you just said in your assessment of like the Jaguars feeling like they're a year away and I feel like I can trust Herbert more than I can trust Trevor Lawrence despite how well he's played as of late. But it wouldn't shock me if we're sitting here in three weeks and we're going, oh yeah, well, it turns out Justin Herbert is that guy or Trevor Lawrence is that like either one of those. If you told me like, yeah, they're going to go super Saiyan and go to the Super Bowl, it wouldn't shock if they're going to go Joe Burrow and just establish themselves as elite quarterbacks. It wouldn't shock me because that's the level of talent that both of those guys play with. But to your point, the Chargers feel closer and maybe it's just because we've seen this now for two years of them. Maybe you could argue underachieving as a team but Justin Herbert looking like that guy. And this time of year, we can talk about defense, we can talk about coaching, we can talk about experience, weapons, offensive line play, are you winning in the trenches? All we really care about is quarterback play. Like, who's got that guy? And Quarterback if, and coach, that's it. But if you're going to make it to the Super Bowl from the AFC, you're going to need incredible quarterback play, right? Whoever that team is, doesn't matter who your pick is to go to the Super Bowl from the AFC, they're not doing it unless their quarterback looks like an all-pro over the next month. And who do I think right now is more capable of doing that? Justin Herbert. The The Chargers have the better weapons, right? And the currently performing better defense? Well, I don't know, man. Because both of these teams have been following the same script the last yeah. month of the season. Because I think you could make a really strong case that Aside from the Niners, the Jaguars are playing as good a football as any team in the NFL. Like right now, I think I think over the last month of the season, the Jaguars had the best defense in the NFL. Like not one of like the best. They were shutting teams down over the last month. But again, I don't care as much about that right now. I'm more about what is your quarterback going to do? What is your offense going to do? And I just I fear the Chargers a little bit more in that regard than I do the Jags. The only this, thing I fear more than Jags is their coach. Go ahead, Kayla. No, you go. You go. That's it. I mean, I just, I fear Doug Peterson more than I fear uh, Brandon Staley at this point. But other than that, I think I fear the Chargers more. True. Doesn't answering this question kind of tell us who we are going to play then? <laughs> if we all say we'd much rather face the Jaguars. Not necessarily. More likely we'll face the Chargers. Look, I'll admit that this is way earlier in the season, so it doesn't hold true to today. And Justin Herbert was coming off his first game where he'd injured his ribs a little bit, so maybe that was playing a factor. Just as a quick heads up, because I'll bet there are plenty of people who listen to a cheese podcast who don't remember this. The Jags beat the Chargers earlier this season, 38-10. to 10. They didn't just beat them. Ooh. They destroyed them. The Jags murdered them earlier this year. There were a lot of things at play, admittedly. But also, the other thing to admit in this, Nick, is that was way before the Jags were playing their best football. They started playing their best football here in the last, like, six weeks. That's didn't not even they, when the Jags were, like, lose, going. Didn't they then lose, like, by 30 points the next week? Uh, Yeah. But that, that's, that was my – I think up until, like, week 11, the Jaguars had only won back-to-back -back games once <laughs> since Trev they drafted Trevor Lawrence, and now they've reeled off, like, what is it? seven straight wins heading into the postseason. You know, it's weird. Maybe maybe this is more about perception than anything else because Trevor Lawrence has played really, really well as of late. But it's tough. It's kind of like the Joe Burrow conundrum from a year ago. It's 
you're never going to buy into it until he does it in the postseason because he's only been doing it for two months. I've seen two years of Justin Herbert playing like an elite quarterback. So you had a nice hot stretch to finish the season. Congratulations. Now you're playing in your first playoff game. Like, we'll see what you're made of now. The one thing I would say is... I think we're splitting hairs, by the way. Like, if I'm choosing the Chargers, it's, it's barely. Because I know that both of these teams are good enough to go toe-to-toe with pretty much anyone in the AFC. They're also bad enough to lose by 13 to any of these teams as well. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd rather play the team we beat by 10 than the team we barely get by by 3. I don't want to sweat out the divisional round. I you don't need that kind of negativity in my life. You know what's so weird about that is you're totally right. Because that Jaguars game, you won by 10, and it was one of those weird games. The Chiefs played a handful of them this year where they were never really blowing them out, but it also never really felt like the other yeah. team had a chance of getting it close. That was sort of the catalyst. The Jags went, what, 6-1 and one the rest of the way? Had one loss to the Lions two weeks later, but... That was really the moment that they, I think they had the bye week the next week, and that was the moment where their season kind of turned around. So I don't know what happened in the locker room there at Arrowhead after that loss, but look at them now. At a moment, apparently. They were 3-7 and seven after the Chiefs beat them. They were th- their season was over. And the Titans were probably like 6-4, and 7-3. and three. Things change very quickly in the NFL, it turns out. How many sacks will Chris Jones get in that game? 10, maybe 12 <laughs> even. It's hard to say. Um... I don't know. We should have made a prediction. How many sacks will you get the postseason? Oh, then I got to guess how deep they go into the postseason. Um, Maybe we think... should save this for Super Bowl predictions. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that next week. I, I you know, I, I want to think about it for a minute. I'm still saying um, three plus. He's getting three plus sacks. This I like that. I mean, what? He's at what? 15 and a half in the regular season. Yeah, I think I that was almost a sack a game. Almost. I think he's getting I think he's getting two sacks in the first game. <clears throat> I like it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 